The opinions expressed in the following program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media. Another edition of In My Humble Opinion. I'm your boy Will. That's Daph. And that's Mondo. I'm Mr. Nickerson tonight, Jack. Okay. All wow. Right. From the plantation, huh? Yeah. Replace for the re- big house. I didn't replace move. the N with a D. <laughs> that's, that's your name for tonight. Hello. <laughs> Today we want to be we want to talk about uh church hurt. Mm-hmm. What that means. Uh if you have experienced it before, uh how do you recover from it? Do you recover from it? Uh, and also to talk about just hurt in general. It can be family hurt, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But want to char- start with the church hurt because uh, you hear that a lot. When you ask people about why they don't go to church, they'll start saying, because of this, then, and the third. So, Mr. Nickerson. My man. Yeah, so um, I want to say being involved, heavily involved in church for a, for a decade or so, um, or close to it was a bunch of years you know just you know you'll see people every week because you think you go to work every day and you're probably in church two or three times a week right so you're used to seeing people you get familiar with them just like you get familiar with your co-workers right you was going to church two or three times a week we yeah. was going to I, church i opened the we church we was going to church two or three yeah. times a week. well that's where me we and met, met church 20 some years but I'm talking about the, the more recent church I went to. Yeah, yeah. I, I, had, I opened it up. I was yeah. the first one there, and I was the last one to leave. I'd set the alarm to open it up, and I'd set the alarm to lock it up. Oh, wow. First of all, could you sound real judgmental? And see, that's, that's one church of the, hurt. That's church hurt because that's people like hurt. you judging people like I'm me. I'm not judging. I'm just asking questions for clarification. First of all, the way you said it, ooh, you went to church? I just was thinking how. How did they let them in? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I see. I, I was. I thought could most of my family be like. So you still haven't joined the NOI yet? <laughs> they still waiting for me. To, um, yeah, to that's join. a whole nother story because the yeah. NOI is just something. Yeah. Com- some people be deep. I need some discipline. So not that maybe, kind of discipline. Maybe, maybe. Let that man get his discipline. Yeah. But anywho. Why don't you just go be submissive or something if you want to get disciplined? <laughs> I am submissive. I'm submissive to the Lord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what she called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but we were as far from church. Okay, now we need to segue to something else. We'll be right back to church. Just hold on. Just pause parenthetically right there. So, having this conversation about being submissive. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people look at submissive as another cuss word. Because in the Bible, it is say, "Wise, be submissive to your husbands as your, as your husbands uh, submit to the Lord." And I think that sub- submission is a two-way street. Right. I think that the husband should be sub- submit to the wife as well. And I think that's where some issues come in in relationships. Now, since we just church, church, talk about church, how people in church would take the doctrine and use it however they want. Little they, they use it to suit their agenda. Yeah. yeah. And, and especially if you're a person who's just getting into church. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to learn, so you're new and you're raw with it, and you're soaking up 
everything that they're giving you. Sometimes you can be led astray just by people in the church who are trying to move you too fast or give, make you understand something that you don't mm -hmm. or make you feel like you have to do this, this, and that. But go back to your submissive part. Yeah. When you think about submissive, I think my interpretation is this, is that if I, I was married, right? So when you when you be submissive to your I, wife, I, that I means that I'm going... Submissive, <laughs> I'm, no, don't let me. No, I'm not going to let you talking. do anything. Don't let me, that means ahead. that, you know, sometimes that person may have some qualities that you don't have. Mm -hmm. And so if they're a better bookkeeper, then you let them be the book. You submit to that. Bookkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, she's better with if one is the better finance, with the money. Right. Yeah, okay. and, and you may be better with something else. So I think that that's a part of being submissive to your, to your mate. Yeah. Not just like do what I say when I say how I say it. And I think that's where people made it a cuss word. It's because they look at it like it's like a they took it the ownership, and it's like not ownership, but it's like a partnership. A partnership, but a now corporation. I'm a corporation, but now I'm responsible for you. And then like uh, one thing, Daph, I know you, you. So I'm assuming that. Well, let's just ask. So so, with, I'm not asking about your relationship with God, but there is not one. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna see that come with church hurt too, because people will assume because your walk is different than my walk, then they get to judging you. I think a lot of church hurt just come Does from people Does my walk judging. portray that I don't have Not any your actual walk. walk. No, I'm on your Behaviors? side. Don't look at me. I'm on your side. I'm is that what you're saying? What? <laughs> that my walk looks as though I don't have any godly behaviors? What I'm saying is that God is in Shaking. everybody, and sometimes you have to look a little deeper in some than others. Wow. So have you... so? Well, growing like so me growing up right i didn't i didn't go to church when when i was mm -hmm. growing up right yeah my grandparents on my dad's side they went to this church um when it was when we would like stay the night and have to go i'd be like i was like what the hell it was so dry and boring i'm like why would anybody want to come here so is that was is that your question no, no, I'm just making, I'm going somewhere with this, okay? Oh, okay, because I'm It's like, a long I, trip. I know. You, I you already know already when I get to talk. Question, okay, sometimes I don't talk in a straight line. Sometimes I go in a circle with a zigzag, okay? I run, run a, a pattern. football play. Yeah, I run a pattern, right? <laughs> and, and this church was boring. I'm like, ain't no way in hell. I won't have to talk soon. So then, um, you know what the hell with it? So you say you grew up in church, huh? <laughs> so then that means, so you, you got some understanding of church. Yeah, but what's your question? I was that was one of my questions was I was asking you about church because certain questions I can't ask if you don't know don't the understand Lord. the dynamics of church. Oh yeah, okay, so yeah. I but understand. now I for, I'm old, so now I forgot the damn question. Now you got me cussing talking about church. <laughs> he, is, he is a grumpy old man I at am. times. I am. So, I know today. And I got an upset stomach. So, <laughs> so if you let me ask you this. <laughs> you, <laughs> <laughs> when when you look at church hurt, right? Yeah. Have you have, have you ever been hurt at church or by church that made that turns you off from church? Like not turns you off from God, but turns you off from church to church people because sometimes they're the issue and the church as itself is not the issue. <laughs> you don't have to do what I do. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Last time I got in trouble, they were like, "It's your mic, buddy. Go ahead, put that thing by your mouth and talking to it. Preach." <laughs> Back to church. Right. Um, I've never been like, I don't feel like the people have thrown me off from God. I think people have thrown you off from me off from church before, mm -hmm. but not mm -hmm. off from God because yeah. people can't take your religion away from you. Like you can celebrate your religion however you want to 
celebrate celebrate your religion. You don't have to be in any type of temple or house of the Lord or or diocese or it's whatever you know what I mean. I mean, it is because you feel like you're a part of Why something. Why is it good? Because sometimes you want to be around like-minded people like on spiritual walks and sometimes they can feed you and you want to gather, you know what I'm saying? And you may be able to pour into me or feed me spiritually something that I probably was for uh, struggling but, with. But let's talk about this though, that, because church now is not the. <laughs> it's like a club. Yeah, I mean, some some of them are. Church now is not the same as what church was when we were growing up. Thank God. What do you it mean? Maybe, maybe because it was boring. I told you about my grandma. It was church, boring. I was like, oh my I, God. I, it it was boring, but at the same time, you were learning something. No, I didn't learn anything. Yeah, you probably because you turned it. your mind off. No, to learn no, it. no, 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 no. Because but, they didn't teach. They just read out the Bible and because uh, Jesus said, uh, and I'm like, is he finna have asthma? But that's yet? how you interpret it, right? But I'm like, how you learn? <laughs> See, but when I went to church as an adult, mm -hmm. then I learned. You know, oh, I actually I, learned. So you saying people shouldn't go to church until they're adults? No, that's not what I'm saying. I, I said you should get you find first of all, you should find a church that fits your needs, right? Because church I went to pastor was a great teacher right I visit other teach other churches and I couldn't learn talkers. nothing because I know all, I've learned all of this and then it'd be like certain parts of the of the of the of the bible right and I'd be like that that that's not what that means but you can't say that's not what it means. That's your interpretation. To you. Right? No, that's but, your revelation of what's, what was read. No. The, the Bible doesn't have a, a, a definitive answer. It's it an, don't? It's an, it, it's an interpretation. So, with, so let's just say, say Jesus wept. What that mean? It just means he wept, right? Just That's it. Jesus walked on water. He walked on water. But, but, then, but your interpretation of that could be different. My you interpretation say, is he, but that's it was just water and he, it walked was, on it. and he walked on it. And yours and somebody else may say to them that meant that he showed how powerful he was by walking on water. And, well, and hold on, hold on. And he showed his belief in the Father right. by believing that he could do it. So now if he believes in the Father. But if you're not teaching that, then I can't learn that. So thank you, because to my point, if you don't teach about faith, right, because that's a movement of faith. So right. you have to have faith. So if you just take that scripture and be like, and God walked on water on a, on a rainy Sunday, right, and you leave it there, and then but you're not giving us any, you're not feeding us anymore. You didn't that, feel like you was getting any value from that I'm teaching. Like, I'm like, ooh, you, you made a good, you, you at the good part, now build on that. And then they stop building, and it just be like, hmm. So that hurts you? It hurt me because I know these people here Need is it. missing out. Like you not learning the depths of this of this word. It's like what you know, just studying hermeneutics, right? And I guess you can use hermeneutics in any kind of scripture. Like hermeneutics, like you know, learning how to study and break and read down right. the Bible. But I, I, I guess if you're a person, it's just like me. I suck at math. I'm not good at math. And then you tell me to go teach math. We're all failing, buddy. Right. And I think sometimes. Well, you don't think you teach the way you like to learn? No, so that I'm just not. Fail? I'm just not good at math. I can count, multiply, divide. Now. After that, that triangle, we're done. squares, x's. Oh, we're, oh, we're done. Oh, we're done. <laughs> okay. So uh, absolute angle. I don't even know how to. <laughs> obtuse. He's not the same. So I think with sometimes when when you're teaching, and and then how. Uh, things get took out of context. Like you'll hear what people say, uh, money is the root to all evil. And they'd be like, well, who said that? And say that in the Bible. 
does not say that in the Bible, right? right? It says the love of, of, of money, money is the root of all evil, right? Okay, so when you say hurt, and we, we when we say church hurt, what spe specific event happened for you? Oh, I ain't, I ain't had no church hurt. I, I, I've had issues that like I've had with with the past. It, it would be people. I guess it would be church hurt, but it's never hurt to where I left the church or right. nothing like that. It'd be people that I would serve with, talk to, and stuff like that. You would hear something about me, rather it was the truth or a lie. Instead of coming and talking to me about it, talk to somebody else. You like you, you know, maybe run to the pastor or something. So then I'll take an alt with him because you believe this nonsense. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But at least you had enough to pull me in and talk to me. So then I would be looking at people wrong way like I ain't talking to them right. like I'm I'm done with these people but I'm a type of person where I can't hold a grudge so then a month later then I'm back loving on you but in the back of my mind I'm like but you a snake can't help right mm -hmm. what about you death I haven't experienced any like church hurt like that you know I've always went to church and did what I needed to do at church pray amen go to the altar go home how did you, so growing up in the South, because you said when you were younger, was this younger yeah, in the South? But yeah. even here, I, w I went to church, yeah. Oh, no, we but well, my question was like, going to be like, in the South, did you guys have to like dress up and wear your little Sunday dress and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, all going, the time, how yeah. You pigtails I, in your hair? No, it wasn't pigtails, but I did have like hats and my shoes had the ruffles okay, okay. and the stockings and the big poofy dresses, Dress. yeah. The Southern yeah. Belle? Yeah. Basically, yeah. That's probably why I'm so the way I am. When you look Don't at, so uh, let, let's look at uh, it. Yeah. Let's look at it this way. You say church. What about church disappointment? Not so much in the church, but people. So I think that sometimes it's like a person will love the church so mm -hmm. hard, and then that love is, isn't deemed good enough to come back. Like it ain't reciprocated back to them. Like they may be giving everything to this church. They're there every day. They're this. And that one moment that they feel like they need the church as much as they mm -hmm. needed, you know, the mm -hmm. fellowship or whatever, the church is not there. No. I feel like some churches are not very inclusive to everybody in the church. I feel like there's a lot of cliques and different little minions. Subdivisions. In the, subdivisions. <laughs> yeah, I was going to call them. Yeah, that's what I was going to call them. But it's like so many different little things in the church that makes people opposed to even like sometimes wanting to be involved in things in the church. Because I went to a, a larger church here. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I guess I say went, but I still go every once in a while. Mm -hmm. But it's just like sometimes. She us sometimes. I, we're not. She won't be there. <laughs> yeah, meet me on Sunday. It'd be me and you. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. So um, anyway, sometimes you just don't feel as inclusive in the church because people already have their little cliques and stuff like that. So, you know, like I go to church. Amen. Put my money in the bowl. Keep it moving. Well, now you can just cash app it and, you know, stuff like that. This episode was recorded pre-COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that a lot of times pastors get bad reps, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that they get bad reps because they may not be the pastor for you. And you may be Fact. going and you may say, oh, he hurt me or he, he doesn't acknowledge me. He may not be the church for you. I always think that churches have a level of which they need to take people, right? Mm -hmm. So I always think you have your grassroots church yeah. who introduces you to God. Yeah. Tells you about God, helps you learn it. But then you have the then you have the ones grassroots ain't got no air. 
but then they don't. It'd the be medium hot. level ones ain't got no air either. Though. I know, but you got to <laughs> think. But it's always a building fund. But I ain't never seen a store now. That storefront, that storefront church. Yeah, I love my storefront church. Shout out to Morning Star. We they love got y'all. Yeah, that, that's too. where that's where we met at Morning Star <laughs> Church of God in Christ. Man, yeah. but what I'm saying is that so you got that church that's mm -hmm. you know maybe that storefront or in somebody's living room or mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, and that's where they oh it happens. But that's where they introduce you to God. You know, you yeah. first got to learn right up the street. Boom, boom, boom. Then that pastor may have taken you as high as you can go in your spiritual walk yeah. and now you need someone to not get you saved but show you how to be saved so now you got that church that that their their, their values is based on showing you how to be saved right yeah. so you learn that We're then you got that, that church saved too but keep on going keep but on. then you get then you have that church i believe that show you how to stay saved Right. Mm -hmm. So each one of them pastors serve, in my opinion, serves a different purpose yeah. to the kingdom of God. Right. Well, and some people get stuck with that first church that they go to. If that pastor can't multi-teach, meaning on each level, then see, they get stuck and they feel like they're yeah, obligated. And they're committed. You, you're yeah. committed to, me. to that church. I, I went to this church with this teaching and then I went to that church and it was just vision like if I went out of town or something. Right. And I was like, if I lived here. I could be an asset to this church. To this church. I, yeah. I, I'm not a big person of like the hype beast church. You know what I'm saying? I don't What's know the hype beast? Hype beast you know, kind of like hype beast, like anyways, who always try to get everything fancy, everything big, everything First of all, nice. I went to a church and we had everything nice. But that's, it, it depends on the culture of the people, though. It is, but basically the mega churches and the over-exaggerated churches. Like, I'm not, I, I'm not a fan because I don't feel like they completely preach the religion the way it should be preached or taught to uh, the congregation. See, see, I think the you're talking about like cliques and subdivisions. No, right? I'm saying mega churches no, no, no. with large churches no, no, and I'm large. Saying, yeah. Right, no, I get what you're saying. But earlier you were talking about cliques and subdivisions. I, I was. So I think in bigger churches, you'll have that more, right? Because pastors can't reach. Everybody. If you've got 20,000 people, that one pastor can't physically reach everybody so you have to have different circles and groups and accountability people right now if, if it's a small church you know what i'm saying a family church something like that then after church everybody might go out to, out to dinner with each other right. or something but yeah. the bigger your church is and, and i don't think it's anything wrong with clicks because now i'll say you like you go to school right or mm -hmm. like when you were in, in school it's a bunch of people you just mesh well with certain individuals, right? And, you, and somebody's like, same. I went to school with you. You'd be like, oh, you did? Yeah. So I think in church, <laughs> yeah. it's the same thing. Now, what happens, kind of what you was hitting on, I remember one time we had this retreat at this resort, and this this woman, she went to church with us, but her husband didn't. Maybe he, I think he probably just worked like real hours. Or, no, yeah. he didn't go to, I think he just worked real hours to where he couldn't come Sundays or whatever. Right. So he came to the retreat. A lot of people didn't know him. By this time... Um, you know, church been going on for His X amount of time. Relationships. So, so people got relationships, right? So when we're have, like say the three of us have a certain conversation, if somebody else is here, they on the outside because they can't relate, relate. to it. So I, I watched this guy and you know, he's an older, he was an older gentleman. You know, you try to pull him in, but it just wouldn't fit. And then I, I seen a couple of weeks later, I was telling some, some women, I'm like, y'all need to get, talk to her and you know, get her and her husband together. Because like, he probably felt like y'all was disowning yep. him or pushing him out. 
because and, he wasn't a part yeah. of what but, was going on. But that's on. even with a new person coming to church. Sometimes the, the mm. welcoming committee, yeah. you know, or the hospitality committee isn't super, you know, inviting hospitable, to these. Hospitable, hospitable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they don't invite these people in. They say, okay, yep, you're a new member, great, have a great day, and that's it. And, It'll be great. Yeah, and that's it. So sometimes people don't feel that part of the church like they should because there are so many cliques but then you think okay if we're in church and we're an exclusive group at this church why not be welcoming to everybody instead of so judgmental and clicky in the church yep and that was gonna be my point is that it's okay to have a click but it has to be an open door right it has to be but it can't be a click with an open door yeah, it can't. It, it just it, means no. that you're you're taking applications. No, no, uh, it, it can't no, be no. If, if somebody, if if, if we're oh, a clique if, right? and we're not inviting anybody, this ain't. First of all, this is a different kind of church. Right. <laughs> no, it could be where you know, say we we at church, we have our group of friends. Right. It's probably going to be your age. It's probably single single people around the same age. Probably going to hang out. Right. You may have some people that are a little bit more um, wild. Wild. So brand then, new to the church So then life. the ones that are trying to be sedity. So go ahead, they might bring be, your they husband might be, in so I can meet No, I, I'm, that's why I said single. See? That's why I said single people. Right there. Yeah. So, so I that want to welcome your husband to the church. Right? Please. Hi, sir. And, and then, but it should, it should never be to the point where you be like, hey, what you guys getting into? Oh, you guys going out to eat? I want to come with you. It should never make you feel that right. you can't come either right. way. But... If but then once I'm going to get there, if, okay, so say you are part of a clique at church, yeah. mm -hmm. and then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to go to Smoky Bones, too. Oh, come on. So, okay, come on. So then we get to Smoky Bones, and then I'm like, ooh, this is weird. Nobody's talking to me. Everybody's talking to each other. Three people got drinks, and now I don't know what to do because I thought these were some holy, religious, rolling people. Then you order you a drink, too, and say, if they're going to tell the pastor, they're going to tell on all of us. See, I think that, <sighs> I, I think a lot of times people get... <laughs> church hurt quote-unquote because of the expectations and standards that people put on them immediately when they get into the church i've seen people get saved and that next sunday some people in the church expect them to be a whole different person or when they walked out of that door a whole different person one of the things that uh my pastor so bishop out green told me which was great and i never looked at it this way he was like pick five things Five. Pick five things that you want to change when you get saved, right? Work on those five things. Don't let nobody judge you on all the other things because you're working on them. Mm -hmm. you, it doesn't happen overnight. But do you actually let people judge you or do people judge you? But I, I don't think it's about letting people, I, I'm, maybe it's affect you. Because when, you're, when you right. go to church and, you, and you're new in church, and, and you're new in church and you're open, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. your, your spirituality is like, boom. Everything is oh, boom. Oh, when people first start church, you get yeah. oh, they be on fire. They be on fire. They be like, girl, I can't do that no more. Mm -mm. Uh-uh. I gotta throw all people, my dresses away, throw all my that, CDs away. Those are the people that the church needs to go ahead and grab a hold to right away. But the wrong people in. in the church can get a hold of those people. That's what happens. And then the expectation Because is, they are part of some cliques. Yeah, but the expectation no, is that they it, change it, it, and it, they don't. I don't know. I, I had a married couple, a, a, a new guy came to church, right? And this married couple was like, you you gotta be friends, not necessarily make me be friends with him, but they was like pull Reach him out in him, right. because they were like, if you don't, so-and-so is, and if so-and-so, they gonna mess him up. I'm like, so but I'm messed up. So that was a conversation at church? Yeah. Yeah, but it was the truth because they know how this other person was, and if this other person 
Uh-uh, 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 devil, let me go. But that's, it, that's what it was not today. But I'm was. like, I messed up. They was like, but you're real. They right. like, but you, but you real about your flaws and right. whatever you do. And you know what I'm saying? So they was like, you would be good. These people Won't. or this person will take advantage. Right. So that, so it, it's like, you, because it's a family again. And you know your family. You know the junkie in your family. You know the alcoholic in your family. Right. You know who's still. You know who you, you know can't leave the kids. Stripping. You know, and you who, know you, who you can't leave the kids around. Right. And I think that's what church hurts come from because it's a pseudo family for some, right? And like a lot of girls that I know in, in my church, they didn't have daddies, right? So he was their daddy. Yeah. Right. But until he had to discipline them, then it, you can't talk, you ain't my daddy. But when you needed advice, when you, whatever, then he was your daddy. But then as soon as I disagree with you for one thing. Oh, this past ain't nothing. I got to get up out of here. (laughs) He all in my business. But you know, I think that church hurt also can be from, not even from the church. You can put yourself in a position to feel like the church is hurting you and it's not. Because think about this. If you feel some type of way about your walk with God or your, if you feel some type of way with your walk, your walk with God or your spiritual journey <laughs> and you say, I don't want to go to church because I'm not right. You hear a lot of people say that. I can't go to church. I want to be fake. So I can't go to church. I still smoke weed. Or I, I still drink. I still do this. And that. I'm sure people in church smoke but, weed, drink and do right. all types but of some, uh, submissive I, first things. First of all, I didn't smoke weed. He drink. I said people. I, I, I know. S- you miss, I said I didn't smoke weed. Oh. He do all the other stuff, though, the drugs and the drinking. And the subliminal, <laughs> uh, not subliminal, but the submissive stuff. Right. But so so think about it. Once you go. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> once they say they don't want to go because of that, you hear a lot of people saying because they're not ready, they don't want to be fake. My life ain't like that yet. I always tell them like this. You don't go to the doctor because you feel great. Right. You don't go to the ER and be like, hey, just checking in with y'all. feel wonderful. Just want to know what's going on. So when you look at church, you expect it. To come in, you know, broken down, battered, abused, uh, spiritually, emotionally, sometimes even physically. So you, you can't you can't wait to get right or wait until everything is great with you. If that's the case, then everybody in church would be now, great. Here's the thing, right? That what you're saying is the church is the hospital. Yeah, it should be. Right. Some well, good, yeah, but, some but bad. But see, what happens is the church is a hospital. What happens is everybody is a patient. Yep. We don't have no doctors, no nurses. And sometimes nurses and doctors get sick too, where they need some attention. But when you get into the church, and it maybe go back to the point I was trying to make earlier, is that I come in with a code, and then this person with the flu is gonna, or or I come in with the flu, now this person with the code. I got COVID, yeah. Is is bringing me in, right? (laughs) So what's gonna happen? Now I'm gonna be sicker than what I came in with, I'm going to get hurt because you're going to handle You don't know how to handle me. That's going to damage me. And then now I'm hurt. And then I'm going to blame it on God. And it wasn't God. It was just this person. But that, that goes back to what you said about, uh, and I don't like mega churches either, but it goes back to the philosophy that you tried to put together was that when you have those bigger churches, you need those subdivisions because somebody may need to work just on marriage. Yep. You know, they come into God to work on their marriage or they're coming to God to work on stealing or coming yeah. to God. My for, church was like, yeah, it, yeah. it has different so, types of. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not the pastor who's leading yeah. each yeah. one of those, but he's the head. Yeah. But some people, like I said, pastors get a bad rep sometimes because you may be coming to a pastor and looking for him to save your marriage. Mm-hmm. But he, he'll be there for you, but he has a team. 
Yeah. That that's what they specialize. Like when I say hospital, like the head surgeon don't deal with head colds. Yeah. You know, I, but they I, know about I head would colds. get upset with Jermona and, and talk to him when I would come to him with an issue and then he'd direct me to somebody else and I'm like, no, I didn't know I'm gonna talk to you. Right. But he was like, and that's why I'm sending you to them because they can bet he said, I trust them to handle you in this whatever better than I can. So he'd be like, You trust me? I'm like, Yes, I trust you. He'd be like, Okay. Let them know. That I sent you. And then take care of it like that. But but did at first yeah. not saying that you felt like it was hurt, did you feel like you weren't getting what you wanted because you knew what you wanted from him. Right from him. And then had but had he not had he not explained it to you the way he did, right, it could have forced you out of the church, right? No, it wouldn't have forced no, me I'm, out of the church. I'm not saying you in, in general. Oh, I mean the, it could a, force a person, yes. So say somebody who came to a church, sometimes people come to a church for the pastor, right? Yeah. They just like the pastor. Some of them come. <laughs> Um, yeah, for the past. Yeah. Some of them come for. Oh, he's a handsome, handsome pastor. Yeah, like, well, his wife's right there, so I don't know her. <laughs> but yep. when you look at some people who come for that, they just want all the attention from the pastor. They want mm. the pastor to be holding their hand and walking, which is great yeah. uh, if if he's able to do that. But you can't blame the church when he can't do that. Oh, he ain't no good pastor. He don't know his members. He don't know how to talk to his members. Well, he got like six hundred people. Yeah, right. That's tough. So schedule some time you know, to talk to them. Mm -hmm. I think also when you look at church hurt, a lot of times it stems from our family. If our family wasn't consistent in church or gave us, uh, gave church a bad rap to us as kids, oh, you go to church with your granny, but not me. I don't go to church because of this, that, and the third, right? Yeah. Or I don't no. like that church because of this I or that. I back to that church till my grandmama died and we all <laughs> went. We all no, said I, we was going to go. I like completely Did you sing in the choir? No. You didn't? I, I never sang in the choir either. I no. Uh, I sang in the at, choir at, 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 at my I church. I bet you did. I did everything except for sing and preach. Anything else at church, I did it except sing I didn't. and preach. They wasn't ready for my voice. But no, but like what I'm saying, my grandma church. Talk, man, we weren't going. And then when my grandmother died in, in 07, then we all that that Sunday. Church was packed. No, that Sunday, like we all, all of us that was in town, we said we all went, and we was like. This still is the most boringest church yeah. in all of West Michigan. I, so, I, I, for ahead. those who have church hopped, <laughs> if you ever done that, oh, no, I've seen it. Yeah, what, what do you, some people do it all the time. So, do you think they're moving because they got hurt by a church, or they moving with the fats, whatever's popping right now? Whoever, whoever has the best I, music. I think some people are, are mentally inconsistent with their own selves, and they have so much self. Uh, like I, I don't know I don't know what word I want to use for it but but they might be depressed inside or they might have self-hurt or they may be sad inside or they they need something so they hop from church to church mm -hmm. to church and usually they hop from like those little storefront churches mm -hmm. and then another church and then they go to a regular church and then they're like oh I want to be a part of this and then they get a part of the the congregation and then it's like a like then they're extra right you know mm -hmm. but I think some people church hop because of something that they they Internally. psychologically have deep down inside that they don't know how to, you know, get over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What Daph is saying, I think it's that you want that attention or adoration. Right. You want to be so like you said, you go to the smaller church and let's just say you can sing decent or you can play the drums or something, something that kind of stands out. So, you know, you might get pulled in quick. And then let's just say a smaller church might be a family church. You're just new. So you might get some attention. Then you go to like a, a decent sized church. Yeah. 
and you just, just another regular. person. Yeah, you just another person. You go to a mega church, you just like a, <laughs> you, you know nobody. what I'm saying? Yeah, you Waldo. It's right. like college. <laughs> so yeah. I think people with church hurt. So in our city, it's a lot of churches, right? A lot of black churches. So I think people go to try to, and, and when they're going, it's not about your relationship with God, because that's not what you're looking for. You're not looking to be edified or anything. They go where they're more comfortable. You, you, you looking where, I can't go to Pastor Will because he didn't check me about but, something. But for, for a while check here though. in Grand Rapids, people was going to churches that they thought were popular. Yeah. Facts. Because yeah. I remember our church was like packed every week and we was like, it was like a line to get in the in church. church. I'm like, really? really? Was y'all charging yeah. to get in? No, I should have been. I, I told the pastor when I said, look, well, I'm going to start doing take about five, six dollars off the top letting me in. He was like, man, if you don't go somewhere. I'm like, okay. I'm like, if your tithe and offerings is a little light, I didn't got mine. <laughs> but do you, with that being said, with people going because it's popular, I think well, sometimes that could be a good thing. Though. Yeah, it could. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and however you need to lead somebody to the kingdom, as long as it is uh, respectful, ethical, you know, and, and you're and you're not belittling anyone, then I think that's cool. But I think that once they get there, how do you get them to stay? And a lot of times, it's not not even a lot of times. I don't think it's on the pastor so much to grow the church all the time. It's on notes. the members. Right? Yeah. The members should grow the church. And those subdivisions. You had notes? I went to church every day. Of course I had notes. You got For church? Hold on. You got yeah, church notes, notes from 92? Man, I got... First of all, I didn't go to church in 92. 92, I wasn't thinking about no church. Wow. Mm. No, I'm looking... I have in my phone basically the three functions that a pastor should have. I know it's discipline because you, you need a discipline. Um, direct. I just can't think of what the third the third one is. So you shouldn't have brought it up. No, because it's in my phone. Mm -mm. He was taking notes in church. Like hey. I always take notes. Mother was a good church goer though. Oh, direction. Yeah. You should. I was trying the to job, stay woke in church. The job of a pastor <laughs> is to develop, is to develop discipline and give direction, right? And you can do those three things. It, no matter what size your congregation is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then I guess you got to think, too, how confident are you actually in the pastors that... I, I guess everybody doesn't logically think like this. Some people go to church because they go to hear the word, and some people you can't change them on what they feel about church because I like my grandma and my mom. Like, you... Yeah. Well, that, that's why some people... I can be like... This some people this go out of church because out of habit. Like, yeah, they're supposed to go. Yeah, you just... Yeah, just, like, you can't say nothing wrong about some stuff. And you'd be like, I mean, I'm just saying, just think about it. And they'd be like, no. And, no. you know, so... Old black people... <laughs> women, for sure. Especially yeah. old black women. Forget about it. Listen, You let can't me tell, tell you. them nothing wrong about... <laughs> but you know all this slave culture that comes right. from you. But, uh-uh, that's the way the Lord made Not it. First God. of all, none of the stuff that we it, do in what, church... <laughs> They was doing back then. Even like questions, like I, I would bring up questions to my mom, and she was like, "What kind of questions? You're not supposed to ask anything like that." So that's I, that plantation stuff. See, but I right. like, couldn't talk in church. Well, you know, we from right. Alabama. Or eat candy. It's not that you can't talk in church. It was just like no, I, I mean, yeah. you know, ask questions. Yeah. But for one, the pastor probably couldn't answer you because he couldn't read. Right. Back, <laughs> no, back then. On back the plantation, then. He couldn't oh, read. on the plantation. He yeah. just, he just still, tell you what I, make you feel good. You know, I'm 1965 era. Massa was like, boy. Go in and get, lift their spirits and, and make what them you say up. now, boy, and you say it good now. Do you think there is pastors on the plantation, though? Oh, uh, Nat Turner? No, well, no, yeah, no. See, they, they had church. Yeah. They, had they church. were allowed to have church, but I think that. But you had to have church the way Master the way master Had taught you. you how to have yeah. church, yeah. So. But even, even that, you know, 
No. I don't think that you have to read to be able to get a word from God, right? So think about back then. If you, if you believe that God can speak to you and drop words in your spirit, then you don't have to be able to read. We've all had some, if you... Well, that's intuition. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just saying, sometimes the Holy we, Ghost we, we're a spirit. can we speak are, to you, right? We, we're, we're not a human having a spiritual experience. We're spirits having a human experience. Right. So you don't have to be able to read, right? Right, no. So you talk about the plantation. That's because they can't read. Sometimes you ain't got to learn how to read. I mean, you got to learn how to read eventually. You don't really have if to. If it's coming from this man-written Bible... That's what I'm saying. That's why oh, okay. it yeah. was it was one overseer in the church, right? That's where it, overseer in church comes from, the bishop and all that. He was telling the main speaker what to, what say. to say. Yeah. No, I say you don't know because if you look at the three uh, Abrahamic religions, they are the same thing yeah. at the end of the day. Well, well you didn't think it's it, a different it, way to get there. I don't think it's a difference between like bishops and pastors and. You I think know, it's more like the, it, the first question I asked when I joined Revolution was, I said, "What's the difference between like a pastor and a reverend?" And they were like, "It's not. It's the same thing." But bishops. Bishop is just like just uh, just a, another overseer. a supervisor. Yeah, like the supervisor. <laughs> but it's all the same thing. But some churches have bishops. You know yeah. what I mean? And they don't have pastors. Well, that's well the pastors become because a they because they are a different the, type of like they could be Kojic or something no, like no, that. No, no, no. What happens? He's a pastor. His position, what he's doing as a pastor. But he's he's been upgraded to bishop. So bishop is basically like a. Uh, but aren't they more like a, apple, a crew apple, chief? No, no. What's the word? We, it's a promotion. What's the word? Apostolic, apostolic, right? Yeah. Churches. Okay. They have bishops, right? Yeah, a, a lot of different um, denominations have bishops. So the bishop is just an overseer. Like Marvin Sapp is a bishop, but he wasn't always a bishop. He was just a pastor. Yeah, like then he our, got my so pastor, basically, my pastor like, used to be a pastor. Now he's a bishop. Bishop yeah. so, it's like a So basically, like kind of like the Catholic, like Catholicism. With the Catholic. what's the people call? It? Yeah, because the they Cardinal? go from like pope and yeah. They go up. Yeah, and, yeah. It, like what I said, it's like a promotion. But but like say if you're not a non-denomination church, then that probably won't happen because you don't have you don't you, you don't belong to a group of churches. Because it's kind of like it's it's kind of like your uh, your government. Yeah, I, I don't really, I'm not saying I don't really understand, but, but to an extent, because be. when you I was younger, could. yeah. But in um, my opinion, I'm always right. Uh, yeah, probably not. So when I was younger, you know, my grandma, she went to church, my granddad, my mom, everybody went to church. We went to church all the time. And uh, my mom, she sang, mm -hmm. she right? She has a great voice. She yeah, sang she or she sang? She sang. Okay. She sang. She sang in a group. No, no, it's a difference. Either you can sing she or you can sang. sing. Yeah, they, she sang in a group. going to say this? Huh? She might. I don't know. I won't say nothing smart. What are you going to say? I won't say anything About smart. me or her? About your mom. Oh, no. Don't but, say nothing about I'm just teasing. What go are ahead. You, go I was from curse. Just go ahead. <laughs> you want <laughs> Cedric to come get you? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I am for said. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so she sang with a group of other ladies. It was mm -hmm. like four of them. And so they oh, go. Oh, they were a gospel quintet. Yeah, and then, you know, it'd be like sometimes they have to do, um, uh, what do you call it when it's like a week-long? Um, a revival. Revival. Yeah, sometimes they fun. have to do revival. I used to like revivals. And, revivals um, were fun, but they cost a lot of money. Man. That, or you have to, you know, when they used to be like, oh, you should get, you know, baptized. You have to sit on the morning bench. It's what it's called, the morning bench. I'm from the north. I know. Okay, so yeah. I'll tell y'all about that later. And I However, it's all like church, segregation. My yeah. church had uh, lights and air conditioning and all those, <laughs> all those fancy amenities. No, the church my mom went to was St. Luke. Oh, I know. Y'all had but, a Martin Luther King fan. Yeah. 
Ooh, child. I don't think With a fan in the window. Is preaching today, Lord. Yes. Amen. Yes. The devil is busy, but God is busy. Glory, anyway, Glory Jean, no, she shouldn't have worn that dress three Sundays in a row. And the mm -hmm. ceiling be them little look, square tires. Yeah. And the fan be like. <laughs> everybody parked outside in the dirt on the rocks. Yeah. Yeah, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyways, we we went to this church at mm -hmm. one time, and it was like it was in Tuscaloosa or whatever. So I went back. You know, I was talking to my granddad about it, and I was young at the time. And I was like, Granddad, these people, you know, at this church we was at, they was touching people like they was touching people. people was <laughs> oh, I'll tell you about that first time that happened to me. Too. <laughs> and my granddad was like, he was like, he was he was religious, but he was like a person of like knew all about revelation, all this mm -hmm. stuff. And he used to be like, listen, don't ever let them touch you on the head. <laughs> and he called me Dassey, right? He used Dassey. to be like, don't ever let them touch you on the head because that's not right. So I just brought that up because of bishops, and that's what I remember about bishops. So whenever people bring up bishops, I'm always like, Don't let them touch you. I'm not going on to the church head. with no bishops. All right. I got two quick points, <laughs> and I'm going to give it over to Mr. No. So we was at Morningstar, right? It was this lady. I don't know who she was. It was we had a revival, and she was there. She was preaching and stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't know nothing about speaking in tongues. Nothing. I remember this girl, I guess she was speaking possessed in, or something. Yeah. And like, she was like, and they was freaking out and her body was moving, <laughs> doing on, stuff was like. On, was this on Oakdale? Yeah. 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 At where the gentleman's club yeah, is at. The, I remember that. Yeah, so, they, they made all the kids go to another Yeah. Room. And they was like, <laughs> Ramon, you might want to step out. And I'm like, I'm like, I want to see it. But I, I, ah, yeah. I want to see it. And I literally. You couldn't tell me about nothing about being de devil possessed <laughs> because the, the way her body was moving, it was it was normal. I it wasn't right. That. Yeah, yep. I remember that. And, that was uh, <laughs> so the lady, remember they were like speaking in tongues and stuff. But um, so you know, deep in the worship, you know, you crying and snot bubbles, and you know, you're going up there with your hands up. And <laughs> I, I, I still at this point, I, I had never spoken tongues or nothing, right? Yeah. And then I remember the lady touched me, uh -uh. And, I, and I felt it, right? But I didn't fall, right? You felt her she touch pushed you? you? No, I felt the energy. <laughs> -uh. Like, I felt the spirit. Like, this is no no, no right. joke. Like, I felt the, like, anointing, whatever yeah. you want to call it. So, fast forward now, where I'm in my 20s or 30s, mm -hmm. you know, at Revolution, and I don't know if it was Pastor Ricky or somebody, but they touched me, and I just remember getting up off the ground. Nuh-uh. Yeah, it's real. It's real. Like, it's my, real. Like, my, it's real. Like, man, anything. It, I think it's real. That, I explains, a, that explains a lot yeah. about the way you are and why you are. But I only, are. I, I call it the Holy Ghost I think twice. Both like, of y'all, both of y'all, you have to be in tune, yeah. and whoever this person's yeah. laying hand, y'all both have to be, be in tune. Be in and tune. open. You got to open. You can't My granddad no. said, don't let nobody put their hands, don't let nobody touch you on your Where's head. Your granddad you let all, now? But you let all them Negroes touch you. Right. He, it, <laughs> right. It, it, it depends on how they touch me. Right. So, but but think about it. But I think my first time was at Morningstar. And I'm exclusive. I usually stick to, you know. My first time was at Morningstar, right? And, uh... I think I, I was there. Chanel was there. She was standing right next to me. Okay. And they were preaching and, you know, all that. And it just felt like an out-of-body experience, yep. right? You can't explain and it. And I had never felt that before. And then I couldn't control my mouth. So I was speaking in tongues, but I was trying to shut up because I could hear myself like, dude, you sound like crazy, right. right? But I couldn't stop. And then I started dancing and I couldn't stop dancing yep. and I couldn't stop speaking in tongue and I couldn't stop snotting and then I fell mm -hmm. and then that was it, right? The next time that I, uh, I felt that was when I was, when, I, when my kidneys fell and I was dying. 
Like I had never felt that much peace before, mm -hmm. and I felt that peace, but it was it was a greater peace when I was when I was they said I was dying than it was when I caught you know the Holy Ghost. But I had never felt that was the only two times I actually felt that. Now I've felt the spirit before and all of that, but mm -hmm. never. And I think it's like for those who drink or you know chase the white horse. <laughs> I think it's like the first time that you Booger sugar. <laughs> right. <laughs> the first time that you put a foreign substance substance in your body. Uh-huh. You'll never I'll chase that. High. Yeah, you'll never get that again so you chase that. I've been chasing the Holy Ghost for a while. I I don't know, it depends when he... the foreign subjects come in, I might chase them. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna get struck down in about five, four, three. I two, can one. tell that, you know. But, but yeah, that, that that happened to me the same thing. Like I'm just like in worship and I didn't care who was around me. And yep. I and I'm not a jumper, like I'm real kind of like laid back. And then it was you the just same felt thing. The spirit. Yep. Yeah. And, and and I'm speaking in tongues. But at this time I didn't even try to fight it. I was just like, whatever. Whatever happened. Hell your happened. way. Yep, just Hell your do way. what you do. Well, just put the blanket on me when you, I fall. Have you all ever felt like you were a higher spiritual being like you have like a some type being of a conduit to the spirit i tell you what's not crazy. that or like you have some type of anointing to I, be able to be give out to the world or i'm like, a good prayer you know <laughs> like yeah. i'm a good prayer like i could pray for you i could feel it what's like, a good prayer like you might be like you like pray for me god i just hope mondo whatever he going through that you just fix it lord fix it and then i'm gone Right, that's good. Well, it's sincere. But I mean that somebody who really like, if you say, "Well, I'm going through this," right? I may pray for you. You may not even know, right? That's what I mean by being a, being a, a good prayer. Like it doesn't it doesn't have to be you. Or like standing you want the people on Facebook. I need y'all prayers, and like, girl, I'm gonna pray for you. Hit the like button. And that's, <laughs> no, that's not your that, prayer. I, no, seriously, I do. <laughs> at night, at night, I do. I pray for people that I may have seen that day or something mm. may have happened. I may not ever call them and tell them or whatever, but I literally will sit there mm. and pray for them wholeheartedly and not just a, oh, I hope Mondo grows hair on the top of his head. No, I, I, I think, I think <laughs> that, that. You're going to have to pray for a long you know time. What? You're going to need some you, new you, you wasting your time pray. praying for that. That's gone. You, mad. you might as well just go and just <laughs> pray for something else. I think that too, people, I think prayer discourages people. What I mean is, you know, the church will appoint whoever, hey, look, this Sunday we want you to lead people in prayer, right? You don't let anybody pray for you, though. Right, because with, with prayer, um, when you're leading in prayer, first of all, you have to be articulate. You, you have to know some kind of word. And you, and, I don't want to say entertaining, but you have to be able to capture people, right? Motivate and move. And now, you can have, a person can have an awesome prayer life, but to pray one-on-one -on -one with a person and then have a, like a group prayer. It's different. It, it's different. So I think when people coming in, they'll look at, well, I don't pray like so-and-so and I don't pray like so-and-so. Like, it don't matter. Well, I don't know all these scriptures and stuff. Nobody knows all the scriptures. Don't let them lie to you. They read them before they come up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just, <laughs> I don't know. I got an uncle. I, I guarantee you he know all everything. Call him. Call him right now. We, 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 I'll debunk him. No, I'm just playing. No, because that, that's not what the Bible is for. It's not for us to debate with each other. No, but, you know, some people just know, like some pastors are just good at what they're good at. Uh, some pastors maybe at, won't, won't be good facilitators of helping people out who have addiction problems because they never dealt with addiction, right? Or they did and don't want to go back in it. That could be it, Or, they or their they addiction addicted. is, yeah, submissive. But, I hate you because I knew what you were trying to say. You <laughs> right. tried to keep it clean. But what's, what's crazy is that, like you said, Mondo, uh, some pastors 
and some people can't preach on that level. They, they may be a good preacher, but not a good prayer. Maybe this or whatever. No, I think that's where... If you haven't experienced some things, yeah. as a, I heard a pastor say, I ain't always I, he been was like, like I'm not going to preach about this because I haven't went through that. And God will put you through some things so you can come back so and you tell can preach people. through it. So he was like, no, <laughs> that's not my calling. So you can have a testimony. <laughs> yep. He was like, I don't want a testimony on that. But you I know somebody who has, I'll I will bring call them, them in. They can right. come and preach it. But do you think that some people don't give uh, pastors credit either of how much work it is to like be a pastor, right? If it, you're doing the three things. Right. I'm saying, but it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. Like, say, for instance, uh, they think the pastor gets up on Sunday, comes up. Talks, mm -hmm. goes home. But it takes a lot of planning to actually put a sermon together. You know what well, I'm saying? Like, I've, I've written some. I've, I've done public speech. It takes a lot. And I used to think you could just go up there and just let the Lord lead you. Yeah, you can. But, but, but here's the thing. You got some pastors that's probably waking up on Sunday and be like, so what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about church hurt. Well, I want to talk about the game. Well, let's talk about uh, hood rap. You know, so some of them don't prepare. Right. They just, you know, go out on the limb. Well, it should be in the bullet. They don't. Most churches, I, I mean, my church put it in the bulletin and then every week, you know, yeah. we, we see, and, and, and everything's organized. See, you already know. So see, that's why sometimes you see those pastors who they preach in series, right? Yeah. To me, those are the ones that you know, they're, they're out there doing their research yeah. because they'll say, this month we're spending yeah. on like at boom, Messiah, boom, boom, boom. And you're like, Smith. oh, He's okay, cool. now I can read ahead. <laughs> like, now I can read <laughs> ahead I know, yeah. if I want to. But if I don't know, if every day is a <laughs> just a shot in the bucket. Yeah, right. yes, shooting from the hip. <laughs> So I'll say this. So, so church, you got to look at church. Church as the body of Christ, that's all of the believers. Then church, the actual building. And then church is a business. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. this is where I'm going to segue into the money part of church, right? Some people don't go because of the money part. Right. Now, what people don't understand is you got to have light. Y'all want lights. They want the air. Y'all want the air. Y'all want to be comfortable. Want your church to look nice. And then it's like, okay, well, you won't pastor here every week and you won't pastor to answer all your phone calls and emails and everything. Yeah, at three in the morning, meet you at yep. the hospital. So pastor can't work <laughs> a regular job now. So pastor got to work here, right? Then depending on the church, we need to have a staff <laughs> to cover some things. So all your giving plays part in that. What happens is sometimes people give and they're giving from their heart, and maybe they're giving they last, which I, don't, I ain't done. Yeah, you can't get my last. Churches are a tax-free entity, though. Yep. But then when some people go through and they go to the church for help. And the church don't, get, the don't church help them. And then they can't. The church don't help them. But, That's what I said earlier about loving so much, and then when you need that love pour back into you, it don't happen. Because, like, my mom, my mom, she gives all the time. Some of I think she just borrowed money to give. I don't know. But she just gives, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's just her. And so once she got ordained, and it was, like, crazy. Like, she had all of these duties and stuff that she was doing. And if you're not walking that life like that, you don't know all of the ins and outs of what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. But sometime when you're giving, 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 and you go and you say, hey, not saying I gave $3,000 this year because I was looking for a return from you. Right. But... I need $150 for my lights, and you know that I've been faithfully given, and I can't get anything. Yeah. It's, it, all this red tape. I think 
that turns people off. And I'm well, not saying every church well, does it. Yeah, right, right, wouldn't right, you right, assume right. though that the church has some type of fun? Like you know, like I don't know my church. I, like, I forget. Fun. It's a but they should. Benevolence. Benevolence. Yeah. yeah. Or, or even they just different. But, they could name it whatever. Right. But you assume that some churches yes. have funds, but then some churches there are pastors who are actually actively working right. out in the community, like as yeah. a regular blue collar person. Mm -hmm. But some churches don't have. They got to think this too. I really don't care how much a church stipend their pastor or. Oh, oh. Hmm. That's we no longer have an opinion. I, I don't it's I don't fine. care how much a church. Right, now sponsored. Go right, ahead. Right. I don't <laughs> care how much a church stipends their pastor our money. <laughs> or what they do for their pastor. I think that whatever your congregation can withstand, mm -hmm. then that's what you do. Like whatever your board agrees on, whatever your congregation mm -hmm. believes on, then y'all do that. I think that it's when people feel like the church is no longer a storehouse. You know, like I can't come, I, I'm giving, giving, can't come and give anything. And I'm not talking about just money. Right. Sometimes it may be a service. Sometimes it may just be some help, whatever the case may be. I think that turns people off too. From churches? Yeah. Yeah. And small I, churches sometimes yeah, can't. Small they can't, churches, they can't yeah, give they you can't. $500 for your rent when they barely making the rent because only 10 people in the dang old church anyway. But, right. but small churches sketch me out sometimes because I don't be knowing if they have like some type of cult like, you know, Man, following. The funniest thing. So one of our friends invited uh, me and Dante to church one day, right? And they was like, well, you know, it's not like at a church, whatever, right? And we was like, we get it. You know, because the, the building, like a church, right. it, it don't matter where we have it at. Right. So we go, and it's like in the waiting room of a um, salon type deal. Wait, the waiting room? Like you got a church anywhere though, uh -oh. so it don't matter. Right, yeah. Matt oh, oh, is the back. real MVP. Oh, we're back. My humble opinion. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you know, we preaching. You know, preaching a good word. Now our friend who invited us, like when they relatives, they let them speak you know, five, 10 minutes, it, it, it was cool. It was their first time being able to speak at a testimony, cool. So then they had like an altar call, right? So the three of us, we just we just sitting there, they were like, um, you know, if y'all looking for a church home, I know we small. And all of us, like, we already go to church, we serve in church and everything, we just here to support. And we all just kind of sitting there like, Oh, you mean us? <laughs> like, oh, oh no. We, we have a here, church, brother. sorry. Yeah, nah, uh -uh. They probably saw the anointing on you, Mondo. It, it, there is some anointing on you. I think I was ready to go to the bar. <laughs> I was waiting. I probably was, you know, I, I need me a cold one. But yeah, but with that money thing, I, I think uh, we talked about revival earlier. And I'm saying revivals are, are expensive because a lot of times with revival time and like an anniversary time for church, it's the time for them to raise money. Right. So I hate, and I will say hate. Hate is such I an awful hate word. when they do the lines. The, yeah. The thousand dollar line, the yep, hundred dollar line, lines, right? And right. what I learned was, where well, I was told, I ain't gonna say I learned. I was told, like in the mega churches, they just straight up ask everybody for, like fifty or twenty dollars, right? Mm. Now it's twenty thousand people, people, ten thousand people, right? You give fifty or twenty dollars, bam, bam, you good. We made the quota, right? Now, so a church, say the size of my church, when you have maybe four, five hundred, so say 20 people give a thousand 150 on down then you good you know storefront church it's like you just gonna have to boy, give you with your heart a penny out of everybody yeah. you yeah. get but and, and I, I'm I think like, that, that's crazy because a lot of times people give they last they, last, they feel obligated they last. like this is my church this yep. they, they won't pay their light bill they won't pay 
you know, they, they'll give it to the church and then they'll go and borrow the money from somebody else to pay their bills. And it's like, God said, don't be no fool. Yeah. You know, it's okay if you can't give. Like if you ain't got it, you, you ain't, ain't got, got it. it. Because you just ain't got it. Like the church will tell you, hey, we just ain't got it. Yeah. So, but then you still expect that blessing that you're probably going to get this blessing from God. But see, but, but that's the that, point. Yeah. You can't make, you can't sell a blessing, right? Because right? the blessing don't come from you. The blessing come from God. So it come from obedience. So like what I always they did. They were obedient when I and they knew, gave their no, 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 money to church. No, 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 That's what uh -uh. you all are saying. I so mean, this is what I did. I will always pray and by God, how much do you want me to get? What's my number? And if I hear a number. I'm like, cool. <laughs> Did you hear the number? You told yourself a number. <laughs> you heard $2 every time. It could have been. It could have been, right? I know how much money I Did went and got feel, off the bank. Did you feel it? I or felt did your intuition, when I went to the bank. Yeah. And whatever, because I make all sure I always get cash. So how did you know if it was a difference between your soul telling you and yourself telling you? And then here's the thing, too. When they call and they say, who got $2,000? Oh, this part of the show ain't for me. <laughs> it, ain't my, it ain't mine. They get down to about 75. Okay. All right. What we talking about, huh? Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, because I, I, I believe that because I've <laughs> yeah. been sitting in church before and I wasn't even thinking about giving this amount of money. Mm -hmm. And they just said it. And I don't know if I was just ready to leave. And they just kept saying, who got 100, who or got 50, who got 20. Yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. know what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was just this number. They gave out the number. And as soon as they did, I was just like, I got that. Yeah. Like, like I, I just literally in church, so small church, it. I was like, I got that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got that. But I, you don't feel that all the yeah. time. I, I remember at a time where I, I didn't have no income, and I know how it felt that I couldn't give. I remember being spiritually fed so much, and then I couldn't give. Now, granted, I did everything in the church, right. but I was going to do that regardless. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? When I had a job making decent money, right, to the cost. you know, I still did it. I, I was yeah. still at church I, I on Saturday. I prefer not having to put your name on a tithe. I never, you know, I, I've never put my name on offering you, you know, at all. You know what I stopped doing? I stopped writing the amount on it, so it would just be my name. Because right. they, certain churches... They give I you a text for, at the end. Yeah, they, yeah. they yeah. Now, yeah. Our church always emailed us, yeah. you know, so you can just for but your But I don't, I never put it on an offering because... You don't have to know what I'm offering. Like, your tithes are going to be what your tithes are, right? Yeah. It's, it, it's going to be what it is. But an offering is just like, today I got $300 that I want to give to church. I don't need everybody to know yeah, I'm I, I remember the first time I was able to give an offering of $100. Like, I was happy because that's what I wanted to do. Right. Because I was just like, I want to have it to where when I And you were going to be a part of hundred, that clique, huh? He said, when nah, I get this honey, it ain't going to hurt. But nobody, gonna, it ain't nobody gonna hurt. know I did it. I know. I'm you know what I'm saying? He, but Next I Sunday, he wore a shirt, and it said, I gave a honey. Nah. <laughs> I mean, I always dressed halfway decent. But, so, you know, I just wanted to be able. Able to do so it. So then the next time, I'm like, okay. It was a personal goal. Right. So the next personal time, goal. I was like, okay, I want to be able to give more. More. And right. then to when I just, so. Hey, in closing, let me ask you guys this. It ain't time to go yet. It is. It is. It he we said it twice already. Uh, so in closing. We got about 30 minutes. In closing, let me say this. <laughs> this is the question I'm going to pose to you guys. Okay. This is going to be a long question. No, it's not. Why do Your you. Your question would be a long right. question. Why do you. It'll come over from the plantation up until now. That's yeah. fine. Why do you feel. Don't as judge if, me. Judge your mama. She told ahead. me to judge you. <laughs> why? Uh, why do you feel like your walk isn't as it should be now. Like real quick, like what's one thing that you need to change in your life to at least get back on that path? Um, I would probably have to find a church home that's open because our church closed down and, and probably just be, go back to, go back to where I was at when I 
really, and I don't know if I really yearn for that any longer. Right. But it would be, I used to read and study all the time. You know what I'm saying? Read, study, and, and, and pray. Um, I don't think churches have to be necessarily open for you to be able to worship and feel the spirit with inside of you. So I feel like if I needed to change something or if I felt like I wanted to change something, it'd probably be a little bit more of taking more time of being spiritual mm -hmm. besides the time that I take down. Cause I do try to like connect myself with the universe and be happy mm -hmm. and like meditate and pray and stuff like that. So I, I, I'm happy with where I am now yeah. and I'm happy with myself and I'm happy with my spirit yeah. for the most part, but don't, don't catch me on a bad day because I will probably cuss you okay. out. Well, see, you know, and, and I'm yeah. a biblical scholar. Yeah. Now, may I add, but please don't cuss us out. I, so what I, for me, I think that <laughs> the thing that I would uh, change, I like servitude. Like, you know, like that's for me and when that, I'm in a church. I did. Yeah, yeah, when I'm in a church and I'm able to give yeah. and I'm able to be a part of it and, mm -hmm. and feel welcome, uh, I think that. I, it's me, it's not mm. the churches, it's me. Yeah. I don't make the time to go and get spiritually fed in that fashion. Yeah. Like I, I'll read the word, I'll pray, but I know that that's a part of me to be able to give back to the kingdom of God from my skills and abilities that I have obtained because of God. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, let me say this too, to piggyback off that and then close out. That's the reason why I went to church after a while. It was just to serve. Um, I was never like in the sanctuary here because I was always, Sometime I'd be in the back helping cook. I'd but be working with the kids. Of the church. No, this yeah, but yeah, of course you can outside the four walls. Definitely, I think what happens in the walls should edify you and equip you to go serve outside the four walls. But I'm saying, as far as being in the church, I was fine not being in in, the, in you know in the, the sanctuary light. because I got more doing for others. Okay, okay you can close out. Yeah. As always, we thank you guys. Take your funky bus to <laughs> church. You. Get your life right, whether it's church or mosque, whatever. Uh, it's about relationship with yeah, God. Yeah, relationship like, with whoever your higher being is. Get like, a relationship. subscribe, and share yes, our to YouTube, YouTube channel. YouTube channel. And yes. my humble opinion, this episode has been sponsored by Every Kid Deserves There's a, a dope, dope Father. If you don't have one, Mondo is available. Keep those opinions <laughs> coming and keep them humble. We out. Is he really Buy the merch. Though? struggling this weekend man he was struggling he was struggling if we know. wouldn't have been there as a team that cps would have took his baby First this weekend i don't work. you brought her i had no choice listen had a great at one time. time yesterday jazz was like she had went to the bathroom and she came out and she was like i thought i lost her <laughs> he thought he lost her he comes out of the bathroom hey you see my kid <laughs> like, uh, no he's like no she was right here when i left
The opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media.